Welcome to Commander's Paradise. <laughs> hey, uh, I'm Tyler. I'm Ryan. And uh, this is Commander Paradise, but you probably know that. You hit the button on, like to hit play, so welcome. Yeah. Uh, we got some guests on uh, for this episode. We got some cool people um, from a cool podcast um, called uh, The Howling Salt Mine. Um, it's a really sweet uh, Magic the Gathering podcast um where uh they talk about some salty stories um do you guys want to introduce yourself hell yeah i'm your <laughs> co-host tony <laughs> and i'm the host of the howling salt mine sam thanks Welcome. for having me on, guys this is fun yeah <laughs> yeah thanks yeah, for being thanks here for, thanks for coming on of course yeah we've been yeah. we've been excited for this hell yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> We honestly had to like gear up to even like ask you. We were like talking about it in like February, and we we're like, "Oh man, I don't want to like bother them. What if they just say no?" But, so. Yeah, we, he was like, "What if they just don't respond? What if they just don't say anything?" I was like, "I'm. That's the worst that could happen, I guess." Yeah, <laughs> right. That is the worst case scenario. Yeah, I mean, if we stole your lunch money and then said no, that would be worse, yeah, I yeah. suppose. But like, if we like, drove to your house and beat you up or something, that would be pretty yeah. crazy. <laughs> Drive um, to Columbus, Ohio, punch my stomach, and then hold me upside down and shake uh, me wait, for the change. Way too far. I wouldn't drive. <laughs> <laughs> Just yeah, pay I mean, someone on Fiverr to do it. We've been there too, man. We've like reached out to people and been like, oh my god, are they going to do anything? Truthfully, I will say, quick compliment right off the top. Uh, our litmus test, generally speaking, for like doing guest spots is if the person has good audio quality. That's like yeah. what we've learned after you know doing our podcast for a year and if a podcast has good audio quality we're like cool that's awesome check the first box then yeah. it's like which feels cool? like a low bar but at the same time <laughs> it's not it's like <laughs> yeah yeah and then sure. it's like are they cool is the vibe good and it's like okay sick it is good this is something we can definitely do and then you know like are they saying problematic shit if they're doing that we don't do it also but yeah, it's like yeah. <laughs> so looks like you guys cleared it <laughs> yeah so um what kind of stuff do you guys talk about on your podcast like what is your show about oh yeah for sure so the howling salt mine lately i've been describing it as a comedy advice podcast um and even more recently as in like earlier this morning i started describing it as my brother my brother and me but we talk about magic and we're not brothers uh which if you know that <laughs> podcast that's like kind of the vibe that we try to embody so basically we you know if you've ever been on the edh subreddit or the magic tcg subreddit or something you find these stories where people are like this dude cast an MLD and fucking flip the table and like punch me on the way out the store. Am I a bad person for this? Like, should, am I right feeling salty? So it kind of started as this thing where we were just like sharing those stories, uh, between the, the four of us, me, Tony, our co-host Mike, who isn't here. And then Nick, uh, what we call our mythical fourth pod member, um, who's an <laughs> occasional guest host. And we used to just share them laugh. And then we were like, Hey, I think this could be something. And basically, we just take these stories, we read them, we, you know, talk about the playgroup dynamics at play, we talk about the cards, we tell a bunch of jokes and relate to the salt a little bit, give some salt ratings, we got a salty card of the week, we sing Im impromptu something. <laughs> <laughs> it's a good time. Yeah, it, it's a fun, it's a fun show for sure. Yeah, it's about you guys have finding... a great, um... Oh, sorry. I was just gonna say, it's about finding like the salt 
on the interwebs, and it's plentiful. Exactly. Like, yes. Oh, oh yeah. It's the internet's built on salt. salt. Yeah. yeah, it really is. Yeah. <laughs> like gaming in general, like yeah, yeah super exactly. salty. It's you just find like nerds, and they're gonna be salty about shit. They're gonna like... be mad about it. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So if you yeah, got we, a hobby you care that. about. Yeah, you know, I mean, it's it's something that anybody who cares about their hobby can really relate to. And mm -hmm. we take that and, you know, hopefully convert it into entertainment for the masses. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, absolutely. I think it's, um, I think they're super funny. Um, yeah, I think well, it's a good you. time. <laughs> yeah, we've been doing it for like a little over a year now and, and, and we dig it for sure. It's fun. Nice. Yeah, let's fucking go. I was uh, <laughs> talking to my roommate about it because she was asking who was going to be who we were talking to tonight. And I described your podcast and everything. And she said, oh, so it's kind of like, am I the asshole magic edition? And I was like, yeah. yes, <laughs> pretty much. Yeah, it's pretty yep. much. Yeah. That or the inverse is this person, the asshole. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Is this other person, the asshole? <laughs> yeah. A lot of it is just like, well, this person did this thing. And they, I, th I think they kind of suck. Do they kind of suck? Yeah. And you're like, they kind of suck. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It, it's interesting how... Like, I think an interesting thread through the whole show is, like, how um, there's, like, this kind of lack of confidence in those moments where someone does some, like, whack shit in a game and you're like, whoa, am, is it okay that I feel weird about this and that I don't like it? And then they post it on Reddit and there's just 300 comments where everyone's like, yeah, that person was a piece of shit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because they talk, there's that, there, everyone talks about like a rule zero discussion in the social contract and stuff. But then there's also just like, oh, you, sometimes you just don't know how to act in that, those situations because you don't want to be like causing a yeah. problem. And then everyone's staring at you if you're in an LGS or something, you know, you don't want people being like, well, what's going on at their table? Like kind of thing. Because yeah. I've been there. Yeah. And uh, it's always super awkward. So it's like, what? Well, just let you do your thing. This game will be done because you're playing Thorco oh, when yeah. we said we're doing a power level two, and uh, yeah. we'll just go home. I guess. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like sure. nerds are so conflict averse that, <laughs> like, even you know, I, I, where Tony and I are on the damn show, and I think if that happened to me in real life, I would just be like, okay, and yeah, <laughs> <laughs> we just let the moment go by and be like, eh, let's just like, I'll talk about it later. Let's just let this pass. This yeah. is yeah. very awkward, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to, I'm going to let it burn off after the fact. I'm going to just stay very, I'm just going to sit and let it happen at the moment. And then later on I'll be like, I can't believe they fucking did that. That shit's yeah. fucking insane. And then yeah. you're like, what? okay, now I've just let that burn for two and a half hours. It's fine. <laughs> yeah. Really. Oh, yeah, yeah, we've had some salty moments in our pod a couple times. It's interesting when it's a uh, it. yeah. very insular playgroup. You know what I mean? You're playing mm -hmm. with all of your very close friends. So then when yeah. it gets salty, you're like, oh, I don't want to be mad at you. You're like anymore. my friend. And then you're like, well, wait a second. No, we can't go that far. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we definitely have nights where we just sign off. <laughs> yeah. Yes. We're kind of like yeah. sometimes you know you need to like okay, we got to yeah. got to calm down a little bit. Let's all go our separate ways cuz we're coming back next Tuesday. Like it's happening. So like, Yeah, exactly. I got to try to shatter friendships over this right now. I put too much money in this game. I'm not going to just step away because of that, but yeah. Yeah. I need to cool off for a minute. It's especially funny when it's like the quick sign off on spell table. You know, like no one, mm. you might not leave the Discord call or anything, but the spell table camera cuts immediately <laughs> after you go to zero life and you're like, oh, whoops. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah, it's like it's like how long do you stick around for the pleasantries at the end of a game? Like if you just if you just fuck off immediately and you're like, all right, I'm going to bed, bye guys. Like I know that there's some salt there, you know. If you hang oh. out and you're like, yeah, see you guys next next week. Oh, that game was fun. What do you what's going on this weekend? Had the chit chat. Like you're probably good. You're probably on good terms. Yeah, you're yeah. probably pretty fine. But the minute you just sign off, you're like, all right, I'm going bed, bye. Yeah. <laughs> all right we will just I've, I've figure that, that out next week and then sometimes it, the grudge carries over so you just like slam on that person harder next week or they hit you harder <laughs> yeah yeah i've a hundred percent been there and i've had many times in our group in like the early days i i hope i don't get this salty anymore tony you can confirm if i do or not mm. <laughs> we'll just leave it at times, that there are definitely times where I would like wake up the next day and be like hey I'm sorry guys <laughs> you know and, yeah. and that's kind of where we started so we track a lot of games uh, in our group we we play weekly it's the four of us it's very insulated and we god like fucking three years ago I don't know why I just started like tracking the games because I think we thought the stats would be funny or like interesting and over the course of tracking our games, we started to track salt to be like, okay, who is the saltiest player that game? Because we, we were at this point where the salt was just so uncontrollable and we were always pointing fingers like, ah, I think you were saltier than me. Nah, you were saltier than me. And they're like, let's boil this down to a percentage because we're just a bunch of engineering nerds. Like, yeah. let's boil this to a stat that we can point to and be like, unequivocally, Sam is the saltiest person in the pod. I was gonna say, and he says this, but for the record, Sam has always been the saltiest <laughs> member of the no, pod, except for a singular true. moment where Nick <laughs> surpassed Dude, Nick, him. Nick overtake me, uh, overtook me again. Nick is the saltiest player right now. Oh, really? Yeah, he That's because I he's, wasn't in the game. <laughs> I'm like 12.4 and he's 12.6. He's been on like a salty streak for the last couple of games. <laughs> How did, how did you guys like boil it down? How did you quantify the salt? How do you get so, to like a 12.6 or a 12? Well, it, it all kind of rolls up in our stats. So we basically track every single game and then we can say like, you know, we've played, I don't know what it is, like 500 games or something like that. And then at the end of each game, we vote on who is the saltiest player. And it's either one or two people. Um, sometimes the salt is enough where we just put two names in there. And then we have another spreadsheet that like ex basically reads into that data with just a, a pretty simple equation and you know calculates off like your total percentage of saltiness like over the total games that you've played how many times were you voted the saltiest player and then that distills out your your percentage so okay. i will say like even though i'm 12 and a half or whatever percent a lot of that is skewed because when we first started, I was like 22 or something. <laughs> like one in five games. games. And, Sam was like it, raging. It takes some time to boil that number down, man. Like you got to have a long streak of not being salty to, to make a dent in that number when you play so many games. <laughs> You're on like good behavior right now. Exactly. I, well, I'm trying. I'm, I'm trying to be a changed man, but uh, sometimes... Sometimes Tony just plays Archfiend of Ifnir and I fucking freak out. <laughs> that's, uh, no, that's incredibly fair. You shouldn't get docked for that. <laughs> See, that's not what he gets docked for. He gets docked when he, like, fucking loses his shit over it. <laughs> oh, sure. He goes for a movement for the third time, and he's like, why do I still have to do this? <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, fuck that fucking card. Who's the saltiest player in your group? Between the two of you, who would you say is saltiest? 
Ooh. Me. It's definitely me. It's yeah. I'll definitely so have some pockets. <laughs> I'm. The, I think I'm the only one that's had to apologize for being an asshole for to Ryan for like just being too mean about something stupid in a card game. Like I feel you. That's like I was mean. I was mean in the game, and then like at in the same spell table game, I'm like texting him, being like, I shouldn't have said that. I'm really sorry. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> just my phone's like you, sitting dude. right here, and I see it light up, and I was like. Oh, that's that's fine. <laughs> I was like, it wasn't that big of a deal. The worst, I think, yeah. the worst of it sometimes comes up because I have a coma deck, and mm. he oh. always yeah, knows. Yeah, I I know. Like it's my fault. Thank but you. I, Thank it's my you, fault. dude. But the you get no sympathy is he... from us for a coma deck. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay, maybe I'm preaching to the wrong people. But he every time, without fail, he always has a path to exile or um, a source nice. to plowshare in hand. So he gets it on the next upkeep immediately every every time I play the deck. And so finally oh, one day it, I just had enough, and just immediately recast it and hated him out of the game. I think everyone else was still at like 35, 30 life. And I just like kept hitting Tyler over and over and over again. And then yeah, that, I mean, was, I resonate. This was, that was actually, I was going to say, I resonate the with first that time. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Sometimes you just got to spite someone right out of the game. Yeah. That's usually yeah. how I, 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 I got it. Remove people from the game. <laughs> first yes, first time for them hitting me for one life at the beginning of the game, with like a win of war elves. I'm like, yeah, you should have just let it sit there. Like, fuck you. <laughs> That's supposed to be used for mana. Why didn't you do that? Exactly. Yeah, right. It's a sacrilege, frankly. Uh, yeah, you're playing the game wrong, so I'm going to hate you out. If you don't know how to play the game, don't play the game. Um, yeah. I was going to say, I'm trying to think of other... We had one that was kind of heinously hilarious. Um, what was the land that... Okay. Yeah. So it was like it was one of the Boros lands... That like give double strike. It's like you oh, pay four yeah. and target creature gains double strike. Um, and our friend, so we have a pretty generous take back policy where mm. it's like you can, if you're in the same phase, you can take something back for the most part. Mm. And it's a little, it, sometimes it's a little too loosey goosey, and that's probably what led to this problem. <laughs> yeah. Is because he um, let an attack go through and then. Our friend had a, a Zabaz deck, and then he gave oh. a double strike, and it was enough to kill him. Fucking Zabaz. And so he was like, "Oh, well, can I do like a takesy backsy on that? I forgot that was there, and we I wouldn't have done that if I had realized." And then the three of us were like, "Well, it's like a combat trick, trick, and you kind of got tricked, you know? Yeah. Like that's kind of got, got like, bro. You yeah, kind of just got got in that moment. You know? <laughs> that's what you're supposed to do, you know? Um." And you could tell he was a little upset about it. And he was like, well, maybe I'll bring that up during the next time. The next yeah, time somebody wants to take something like, back. 15... And I was like, okay, that's kind of fair. But... Yeah, there was a solid 15-minute conversation debating whether or not to do a takes backsy on that combat step, which we were all like, very, like, no, that can't happen because that's how it works. Yeah. But then it also just evolved into take backs in general and we just almost stopped playing the game for a good 10 minutes and we were like well maybe we just shouldn't do this at all anymore then okay yes. and then the game finished and we were all like well okay maybe it was a bit haste okay sorry you did get got and i know that's frustrating but we'll we smoothed it all out but it was so it just went like from just playing the game to us like yelling within about 10 minutes it was crazy yeah, yeah it was 
his little nugget. That, yeah. Yeah, when that the was game the is on the line, when the game is on the line, like those takebacks, the rules all go away. Like we we have hmm. that too. Where in casual, generally, you know, we're pretty good with takebacks unless there's like revealed information. Sometimes we're just belligerent with I it. Say, I feel like we're like we'll not. be like. We don't allow it. <laughs> I don't. I mean, it's only the information like, piece. I'm fucking taking it back because it's a casual game, and and we just kind of laugh. Well, yeah, happens. that definitely happens, but that's not other people allowing it. That's someone just being like, "Oh yeah, forcing it. I'm gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna take that back because it's casual." Yeah, take it back, anyways. I don't give a shit. <laughs> uh, but like, when you're about to win, or like you're about to knock someone out, like those takebacks, man. You know, those are, that's not the right yeah. moment to ask for one. Like, yeah. yeah. Well, it yeah. makes salt, right? <laughs> like, cause somebody's yeah. like, fuck, like, I was going to win or exactly. you lost as a result, right? So, yeah, it's high stakes at that point. Yeah. Yeah. It's like two salt giants smashing their heads together because one person doesn't want to lose. The other person really wants to win that specific yeah. moment. And then they just started duking it out. And we were like, okay. Let's, yeah. <laughs> let's go take a pee break real fast. Take a quick five, and then we'll come back and finish it, because this has to finish. We have to end this. Yeah, just like the most biased argument from either side, because they both don't want the other thing to happen, like, at all. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like these are moments that, like, every EDH player has, you know? And, and it's interesting because sometimes we get salty stories about, like, 60-card formats, like modern and stuff like that. And a lot of that has to do with more like feel bads in a tournament or just being totally outclassed by a specific deck or archetype. But it's really that like, it's really that like social piece that comes in with commander games and the dynamics of having four players against each other that just cause these moments where, you know, target prioritization is weird or somebody did something and you're like, why the fuck did you do that? Or you know someone just disrupts you doing your thing and the vibes are weird and there's like all these different things that can generate salt i, I think that's why i like it so much because everybody knows that that's why you like yeah. salt <laughs> i fucking love salt dude i love it <laughs> fucking little salt gremlin over there i am dude <laughs> that's, the whole game's bland without am. it yeah true life yeah. <laughs> I definitely get like the the people targeting your stuff like or like I feeling it for me the thing that I used to get really really salty about is that it would be like people would blow up my thing I feel like it's unjustified and like there's yeah. a more important thing on the field and I really just had to like get over it and like just be like that's their spell they have knowledge that I don't have and like they they got a whole hand of cards of things that I don't know about, and like I just need you to know, like just get over it. Like there is their spell, they're gonna choose to cast it. Like I feel like no, it is we don't do that. Idiot, man. Yeah. That person is <laughs> a stupid idiot. That's I I still I, I keep that on the inside, but I used to I used to let it go in the outside and be like, why are you blowing up my thing and being like kind of a jerk about it? So I've definitely simmered down a little bit about nah, it. No, you always got some undeserved hate because Tyler was the one that got us all into the game, so he had a little oh, bit yeah. of a leg up originally. So a lot of games felt like arch enemy against Tyler, and then once we all kind of learned what we were doing, it just turned into three people beating up Tyler until we. We realized we were all on the same level and there's definitely some games he was like guys i don't have anything on the field but my commander and it already costs eight more to cast please don't mm, remove it yeah. and then someone was like like just leave me alone i'm gonna beast within it <laughs> it just it was there's anything. 
Yeah, there's so many times it didn't make any sense, but we all thought he was the threat because he knew more than us. So we were like, we just got to punch him. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like we had that with Nick for a little bit when we our pod first yeah. formed up. Nick would just play these salty decks. Like he had this Mogus deck that would just like crush us with these brutal enchantments and then kind of like finish the game with... Um, like MLD or something. Just these like that crazy sucks. board wipes and we we're like, fuck you, dude. And yeah. then you just continue to get grounded to the ground with these with these crazy enchantments. So it was just always like an arch enemy game. Like we would start and be like, Alright, we have to kill Nick right now. Because well, he always makes decks that just time. like pop off like yeah, like that was his problem. Like I feel like the art of commander is finding the deck that pops off like second or third. Like so yes. that, like yeah, you're not sure. actually the first threat always gets taken care of, and if it, I mean if it does on the rare, it's probably like one in ten times I would bet that like the first deck that pop pops off like wins, right? Yeah, like it, it can yeah. happen. Like if it's if it's left unaddressed, but in general, it's always that like second or third person. But like I'm still hammering the first one. I'm still like, nah, dude, you fucking did that like four turns ago, and I still yeah. am mad about it. Like, well, it's this interesting thing where like you, you think of you think of your four players mulliganing, right? Everybody mulligans, you get a good hand. Out of four players, you probably have at least one piece of removal in one of those four hands, if not two pieces of removal. So when the first powerful thing hits the board, well. That player who started with the path to exile in their hand is looking at it and they're like, eh, this might be worth casting right now on that thing. So kind of being, it's kind of that concept of like the the tallest nail gets hammered down first. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Where yeah. like if you put your neck out a little bit too early in a commander game, like you're just going to eat it. You're going to eat a bunch of removal. You're going to get your shit blown out of the water. And then like the second or third player is really going to swoop in and and crush. CDH is very similar too. Like the first player to try to combo off, generally speaking, does not combo off and gets stopped and the next player yes. jumps in and pops off. Yeah, unless it's like one of those crazy like oh turn literally turn one thoracle or something crazy, but like <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's, yeah, it's like yeah. Yeah, yeah like first guy never levels. never gets it. Yep. Do you guys play CDH? Yeah, a, a little bit. bit. Ooh, what decks we you got, guys we got decks. <laughs> Yeah, we're we're very like baby about it, still getting into it and stuff. But um, yeah, I play a Urza deck Gross. that it's yeah, just just belligerent Urza, and then a Jessica Ishai desk deck. Ooh, dude, um, my man, yeah. I love Jessica Ishai. Are you kidding me? Dude. It's so good. <laughs> it's so much fun, and then the, just the possibility of like a turn one Ishai is so much fun. And yeah. then you just get it out, and then just all the counters start racking up. It's so much fun. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's crazy. I fucking love that. What are you playing, Tyler? Yeah, uh, I play Dawnwaker Thrasios. It's like my, my main man. deck. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's real good. I just I just play Comedians list because that yeah. guy is way smarter than me. Yeah, it, <laughs> but, it's uh, a very good list for sure. I, I do the uh, same. I just I play pretty much the stock list. I think I have a couple cards swapped. Because I mm-hmm. didn't want to like buy a new card, and then he changed the list back, and I'm like, "Hey, sweet! Now it matches again." <laughs> <laughs> um, and that's kind of it. I like I have a fully I have a full like 
like printed thing of Yuriko, but I just haven't cut it out yet. Mm. So, dude, Yuriko, Yuriko, one day. Yeah, fuck Yuriko um, too. And then <laughs> yeah, I have Sauron the Dark Lord that I'm gonna make CDH soon. Oh, oh spicy! Hell yeah, yeah, yeah that's sick. It, it's I, pretty, I've heard that deck is pretty, pretty good. crazy. <laughs> um, but what do you, what do you guys play? What do you play? Tony, the do you one, want to go first? The Bay, S tier, uh, Selvala. <laughs> the Parlay, Selvala. <laughs> Hell yeah. yeah. Can't be beat. It's probably the best deck in the format. Comedians admitted to it. Uh, it's a pretty shitty deck. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> You're a piece of shit. <laughs> How many times have you lost to it? Many. Many is the correct answer. I don't know. We could bring up the stats. I don't think it's that many. <laughs> <laughs> Only a couple many. <laughs> yeah, a handful, a handful. How many times have I been handed the game because of it? Also a handful. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's an interesting deck. Tony does pilot it well. I'll admit it uh, on this podcast because it's not on ours. But yeah, it is, <laughs> on ours, it is a pretty good deck. on all the time. Yeah, on I, ours, we I, have to shit on it. I go no, down the path more of like playing one deck and like kind of knowing it well as opposed to like... And fuck blue because I hate blue. But like... Uh, I want to play all the like weird CDH <laughs> decks that are just basically not viable because they can't yeah. like win. <laughs> it's my problem. Like I played Goto for a while. Uh, the Goto. I played Goto into a sweet. fucking control meta, which was a problem. Like that just didn't work. Yeah. There's three blue decks at the table, and me trying to jam Goto <laughs> on like turn two or three, not getting it because <laughs> someone would counter something, and then just being like, well. I guess I'll sit here for the That's next it. fucking 40 minutes while you guys play with each other. Like, Yeah, well, you yeah. also, like, would not pick your moment. You would turbo it out so hard and be like, here I go. And we'd be like, all right, well, counterspell. And you're like, Well, ah. I mean, that's what that deck did, but no it didn't. Had a there, there was no right moment. Like, there, again, there is, three, three ah. fucking control decks at the table. But then I also played Anya, Falconrath, for a while, which oh, also was, got oh, yeah. so cool. many times. Like, I can't tell yeah, you the number of times that... It's like every time, every fucking time, they would vapor snag or whatever the fuck my, uh, yeah. I would lose my whole board. Everything would be exiled to the World Gorger loop, and it never yep. worked. So uh, It was so anyway, good. I loved it. That's that my, uh, that's yeah. my CDH decks. <laughs> <laughs> and I play, like the big one that I play and I chat all the time about, and Tony and Mike tease me about, is Marath. It's Marath stack. He's, so it's like um, a sorry. Oh, yes. He's a uh, yep. he's a moderator of a Discord, guys. So like, please give him the respect oh, he okay. deserves, okay. which is he's, zero. Yeah. <laughs> I was asked to moderate the Discord because I'm like one of the only people that still plays the deck. I just assumed you're That's one of the hilarious. only people in the Discord. Like, <laughs> there's like there's a lot of people. You'd be surprised. Uh, but but there's like only a small group of people that still play the deck, and it's really fun for me. It's like yeah. the most brutal. <laughs> Uh, as Mike would describe it, like the most degenerate stacks deck you could possibly imagine um, because Marath can ping things. So it's like just a pure resource denial deck where I'm running like a bunch of layered stacks effects and then I'm shooting mana dorks just because I can because it's evil and yeah. killing creatures and stuff. It's got a lot of creature removal in it. And then it has um, the Holy Trinity lock, which is collector oof, so artifacts can't be activated. Uh, living plane which turns all of your lands into creatures and then uh, Linvala keeper of silence which says your opponent's creatures can't activate activated abilities so once the lands are creatures Linvala makes it so you can't tap your lands for mana and you can't tap your mana rocks for mana and you basically can't get mana 
And uh, yeah, it's awesome. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds just like so much fun. Just like yeah, it's yeah. it's a lot of fun for me. <laughs> it's the yeah, it's the only thing that can beat that like a force of vigor is that like is that it? Yeah, force of vigor or um, uh, elvish spirit guide with oh, okay. like what what is that with that channel land the the new channel land besiege yeah besiege will get it, uh, and that's pretty much the only way out of that. Um, but usually when I get it the game is kind of over. It's got a couple other combo yeah. wins in there too, but but that's like the the kind of like achievement win, you know, the mini game. Have I'm you ever to gotten it yet? Yeah. I don't remember. Hell yeah. <laughs> it's it's very good. It, it's really fun. I, I don't think I've ever been in a game <laughs> where nice. you actually got all three of them. Um, yeah, like I don't you've know. definitely won a game here and there, but like, oh my know. god, here it comes. <laughs> yeah. This fucking lies. Propaganda. That is not a lie. That <laughs> it fucking is, dude. It is. Uh, and then I play, I play Don Waker as well. Don Waker Thrasios. I have like a blue farm list. I'm the opposite of Tony, where I just play a bunch of random shit and I'm constantly changing decks. Lately, I have been focused on like just a handful to try to uh, have any sort of skill piloting them. But I, for a long time, I was just changing decks all the time. Like I played Gitrog for a couple games and fucking hated it and <laughs> did a oh, bunch yeah. of other oh. shit. Yeah, get rock loops get really, really intense. Yeah, so I just have to pull up the primer to to go through it. Like it was very challenging. Yeah, but fun. Nice. That's sick. I yeah. think Dawn Waker is challenging. Maybe I'm just I don't know. Maybe I just need a mulligan better. But like any like I my first CDH game with it, I like I won like perfectly, nice. and then I've never done any. I've never done well with it ever since. The mulligan is fun. It's just- grinding value but, like you, yeah, yeah. you get on you get thrasios out you get some kind of cost reducer or uh you know seaborn muse and then you just you're just trying to draw as many cards as you can and like outvalue mm-hmm. the board and then you eventually pop off the it's yeah, kind of like a, a lazy part, man's though. deck yes yeah yeah mulliganing like, is hard and i'm bad at it yeah, that's that's where I want to try Yurko because it's like two colors <laughs> and it seems much more streamlined. It's like I get a ninja and then oh, yeah. I deal twelve damage oh, and yeah. then I get a ninja and then I deal eight damage and like that's I it. I love Yurko, dude. I used to play Yurko when we first started playing CDH. I played Yurko and it was a menace. It was really fun. <laughs> yeah, it sounds awesome. Yeah, I might maybe I'll do that tomorrow. I'll it's fast up all fun the cards too. Like it just yeah. goes. It it's really it's just like pressures the table hard and other people who are on a like ad nauseum and shit like that it just really uh kind of puts them in a bad spot oh so that you know what to do ryan remove all of his creatures don't (laughs) let him swing with the creatures don't remove yuriko because you basically can't yeah (laughs) yes just remove his creatures never let him swing and you'll be okay and he'll cry (laughs) a lot but (laughs) don't let it get to you Remove his. That's what lets me sleep at night. Yeah. (laughs) A little salt bath before bed. Yeah. 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 Instead of Epsom salts, I use Tyler salts. Yeah. It's perfect. (laughs) Super relaxing. So. Well, Um, speaking of salt, um, we had a couple questions about like your experience with your show so far. Yeah. And like your your salty knowledge, because no, I feel like you guys are probably the most knowledgeable of this subject in the magic scene Stop. at this point. <laughs> like you're, at, I mean, you're like over fifty episodes in or something. So yeah. Um, Hell yeah. So I mean, you, no one else knows as much as you guys about it. So, um, what is um. 
has your show and seeing all the salty stories change your playing habits at all? Like, have you guys stopped playing Ooh. certain strategies or cards? Or has it, like, just changed your outlook on the game at all? Or, like, it's kind of a wide-open question. Hmm. Yeah, well, start, question. I think it's made us more degenerates because <laughs> half the time we're reading, like, so we take the top 100 <laughs> cards off of the EDH Rex uh, salty list. They do, like, a poll yep. every year. And so we mm-hmm. like pick one of those each week and like talk about it and talk about why we think it does or doesn't make us and salty. Uh, and so now what we're doing is we're like, yeah, like I could see how that could be salty. I, I I feel like I could put that in a deck. I feel like I could like brew something around that. And like I feel like <laughs> yeah, I've heard you guys say that. Yeah, we haven't done too much of that, but we've definitely thought about it more. Um, but it, it's it's interesting because I feel like we talk about salt so much that it feels like it has somehow made us saltier in our mm-hmm. like it's almost like we're pointing it out more maybe is what it is we're like you're fucking being salty like <laughs> this is bullshit <laughs> uh and it like drives it higher somehow it within our pod <laughs> like uh yeah it's kind of been my experience almost i'm almost almost looking to it and like pointing at it i'm never deliberately trying to make it uh but that's just like my shtick is that I'm never deliberately trying to make it. I just always do. Like every deck yeah. I make, somehow I upset them. <laughs> I upset the pod. Yeah, Tony tends to make a lot of fucking salty decks. <laughs> They're just good decks. <laughs> I don't know. Just get better. Get I good. mean, they are. I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I would say that just adding on to what Tony said, I think it has changed how we play, but in like very subtle ways. Like one of the things that makes people the saltiest kind of across the board is um long turns and Mm. you know as much as we like joke about it and kind of tease tony about it on the show we do actually do a pretty good job of like when we're gonna like tank and take a long turn of like kind of making that known and being like hey guys i'm thinking things through this is gonna take a little bit and that's something that we didn't used to do and i think now we kind of do it a little bit more instinctively. Um, As far as like affecting deck building, I think that we have just as a group over time become a little bit more like not immune to salt, but a little bit more like resilient to saltier decks or, or more willing to play against a salty deck. Like Tony does have decks that make us salty and but we'll still play against them we'll just make a bunch of jokes while we're playing against them you know what i mean we'll be like oh this fucking deck but we'll still play against them like it's been a long time since we've been like don't bring that deck back you know? yeah. <laughs> yeah and even then those moments are kind of rare i i think usually when someone chooses to retire a deck uh specifically tony with a couple of his decks it's because <laughs> the win that it gave him where all of us were super salty just wasn't satisfying and he didn't want to repeat that experience again. Less of us being like, never ever play your Willow Dusk deck again. Yeah, it's just like the feel bad of it all. Yeah, like it's not fun to have your friends scoop because they just feel demoralized. Yeah, <laughs> that's, you know? yeah no, that's, that's definitely rare. how Rubinia goes. <laughs> yeah, they're just like, oh. I don't want to play anymore. <laughs> yeah. You've got all my toys. It's the deck <laughs> yeah. Josh has. It's the fairy that doesn't it tap to take something. Oh, it steals your stuff. And then yeah, you, yeah, yeah. Don't you control so, it until? So yeah, you may ahead. choose. It, it has again. the uh, 
the flavor yeah. text, I like to say, that uh, you may choose to not Our untap uh, Rubinia in your upkeep. And for as long as Rubinia remains tapped, you uh, gain control of, like, target creature. Uh, and so at first, I made it tribal. Uh, you may choose to not untap. Uh, and so there's, like, a whole bunch of cards in Magic's history that, like, do this. A lot of them are taking shit from people. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. In my mind, that. in my mind, I was like, this will be great. Like, this is so, like, funny. It's, like, weird old text. Uh, and I'll be able to give stuff back to people. Like, it'll be fine. Uh, but what you quickly realize once you do start taking people's shit is that you don't want to give it back to them. <laughs> like, if I took it in the first place, there's usually not a good reason for me to give it back to you. Mm-hmm. Um yeah, and so, yeah, it was just like such a fail. The first game, and the first game I played it, it did better than it probably should have. I feel like that is like one of my. I think I have a lot of luck on the first appearance of decks. Like yeah, they just do. tend to like pop off and do the thing, and then they they don't pop off that hard. But I got like all the pieces I needed to get, and and it they just conceded, and I I really felt bad. Like I won, and I felt dirty. You know, I didn't yeah. feel good about what happened that night. Uh, yeah, it was. I think the first concession win we'd ever had, where like everyone just conceded to me, and that is how I won the game because I wasn't gonna win quick. It was gonna take a yeah. while to to get to like a combat win or something. But <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. <laughs> I will say one comment that we get a lot from our listeners is that the show helps them become less salty. Yeah, which I think is really funny because, like Tony said. Our trajectory is that generally we we tend to be more salty over time. I think it's also that we're just more comfortable with each other. Yeah, saltiness I, is like a joke in our group, and we just love to you know yeah. take the piss out of each other because it's funny. We like but, let the salt fly is almost what it is. Like yeah, we just yeah. let it be. Uh, no, and are like we just get yeah. salty and <laughs> enjoy it. Yeah, because once it's all out there, Sweet. it just feels a little bit better. You know yeah, what I mean? Sure. If you're, like, close enough friends and you can yell at each other, that's, like, just part of the game. Yeah, yeah definitely. Like, when we play yeah. with strangers, generally, we're on really good behavior. Unless it's Tony and me on a stream, then I think there are a couple <laughs> streams where Tony and I, like, <laughs> just took it over and we're just, like, beating the shit out of each other and ignoring the other people. I feel like that's <laughs> natural anytime you play when you know one person and you don't know other people. Because it's almost like this game of, it's like, I don't want them to think that I'm being unfair and like yeah. not swinging at yep. my friend, so now I'm basically only swinging at my friend. <laughs> yeah. Yes, yes. Is yeah. that like familiarity? Yeah, I swing sure. the pendulum yeah. too far, and I'm not one to let things go. So like, if if Sam starts swinging also at me, true. I'm just gonna keep doing it until he's dead or I'm dead. Like there is no in between. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's uh, I've uh, there's a couple stories you guys have said where people will sit down and you find out after the game that they were friends and they were like teaming up together the whole time to win oh, yeah. and stuff. Yeah. I would say there's times yeah. Tyler and I have sat down. It's very much the same thing as that where like Tyler and I beat on each other harder until someone does something that like requires our attention. Yeah. And then we'll be like, fuck, okay, now I have to like actually be mean to somebody else real fast. Like I can't be mean to my friend anymore. Yeah. yeah. The problem I have with I'd that is usually I still that. don't, uh, I still don't at that point. <laughs> <laughs> you, just, you just keep, keep hounding on them. You just let it yeah. ride. 
Yeah, usually. Yeah, we usually have to, like, stop and have a moment and be like, Tony, like, are we fair now? Like, have, has, have you got it out of your system now? Can we move on from this? It's you two. Usually... It's not just me. No, I know. Like, this is what we just have to do in our pod. There are yeah. moments where we have to be like, are we cool? Like, can we be done now? And usually that, like, shocks you out of your salty rage. And you're like, okay, yeah, we can. And let's just play normally now. But there, there are just these moments where it's like, well, I hit you. Well, now I'm going to spite play you and back and forth. And, you know, do as we say, not as we do. Uh, yeah. Is kind of oh. sure. the podcast. <laughs> Ab- yeah, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> Um, you were mentioning uh, long turns. Um, we uh, used to have this problem, still kind of have this problem. Yeah, everyone. We started, but we started playing with a like a chess timer. Oh, like, really? Uh, Game nights brought it up, and they actually have an app for it. Um, oh yeah, I've and seen it. It's like you have like twenty minutes, you twenty five minutes, and if you hit your if you hit zero, um, it's like game over. That's in theory. And, How have you guys liked it, that? It's been great. It's really it, it, solid. It definitely, it's like untap, upkeep, hit your timer, go, and like that's your turn. Mm. And we're pretty loose with it. Like we've had a couple. Like I'm at zero. Is it okay if I add like four minutes? And it's like yeah, you know. But yeah. it, like it just the the presence of it like is sped up to, like games completely. Yeah, it's cool. It work it works really well. Yeah, I think the biggest thing is like having it there. We go untap, up timer, draw. And then you just let your timer go. We'd stop the timer if you're tutoring and a couple other things just because it would be like a couple of minutes yeah. of basically nothing. Or like um, like intense combats will stop because we've got to like remind yeah. people. Mm, like, that makes about, sense. But, but like just like normal, like um, I play this spell, I untap, I cast this spell. Like Yeah, basically just during your works. main phases and stuff. Uh, but what ends up happening is the game like culminates and when one person's like oh I'm almost out of time it ends up being the last like turn anyway mm-hmm. um, so it still kind of keeps everybody on the same page I don't think we've ever kicked anyone out because the timer hit zero because the game usually ends during that next rotation um, yeah. but it does it does really help it stops uh, I was thinking about this I was like my one salty confessional is I hate playing an is it deck and Tyler's an is it boy through and through, but if someone's playing an is it deck at the table, I'm gonna try and get your butt before turn seven or eight, so before you can take that forty minute turn, because I don't want to sit there. Because yeah. <laughs> I, I will cast Mizzix Mastery, and it will take twenty minutes. I was gonna say, yeah, Mizzix Mastery pisses me off more than any spell in Magic. You could take five or six extra turns. That's fine. I'll go get a glass of water. If you play Mizzix Mastery, I'm gonna flip the table and light all of my sleep cards on fire. I don't, don't want to see. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's the fun part. Is that you cast Mystic Mastery and then you take an extra turn because you've already cast an extra turn spell. Like, <laughs> at least that's what I do. Oh, yeah, I mean that's how you're supposed yeah. to do that. Um, yeah. yeah, but it definitely helps. It definitely keeps cool. the the tanking down. Yeah, that way you don't just get distracted because I think a lot of us all have ADHD too. So we'll just zone out yes. half oh, yeah. the time mid tank. Sure. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. for real. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but it def- it's definitely helped a lot. We pr- might need to bring it back. The last like two games we've had have started being tankards. <laughs> just like Going two, back yeah. the old, two or old three habits. deep. Mm. I dig that. I I mean, and that is the most common thing I think for everybody. Like even players that don't care about playing into stacks or players that don't care about playing into hard control. It's this thing where like people want to play Magic, and when you have a long turn and someone is sitting there and not playing the game, 
you know, and there's other effects in the game that can like produce that kind of effect where you're just kind of dicking around and waiting for your, you to play or waiting for something to happen. Like those tend to be the saltiest things. Um, there's certainly other things like pub stomping that are more like viscerally salty, but just on the whole, that just having your time wasted really is is a salty thing. Yeah, especially for people who go, you know, you go to see people who go to LGSs. I don't totally. know if, how much you guys play out, but like, there's like it's once a week, and if you're like four hour spot to play magic is taken up by a three hour game where someone just like tanked yeah. every turn to land and pass for most of the time. You're like, then I should have just played arena at home. You know what I mean? I, did, I basically <laughs> didn't even get <laughs> to go. Play. Like, yeah. Um, yeah. That's the stuff that always drives me the craziest is if someone tanks for a really long time and then they're like land and pass. I'm like, what were you thinking about? Yeah. What were you doing that whole time? I can say I'm yeah. fortunate enough to have never had that happen. Like, like when someone in our pod says they're tanking, like something still happens like that turn. Yeah, I've, they've it. never been that's like, true. oh, I'm actually just going to pass. And if they did, they tanked for like 15 seconds, you know, like it wasn't, yeah, that, it wasn't that bad. I think if somebody sat there, even for like three minutes, which in the scheme of life isn't that long, but like three minutes of somebody just sitting there in silence and then played a land and passed, I'd be like, I concede. I'll see you next week. Like, <laughs> Actually, never again. Please don't play with me ever again. Uh, just, just burn your cards. I would be yeah. a salty person for sure. And I'd be like, no, I'm not. Yeah. I'm not doing this. <laughs> Yeah, that's the thing yeah, that that's gets why me we, a lot. <laughs> that's why we instigated the timer, and it kind of just fixed it. So yeah. Definitely, rec- if, if you're listening and you have that problem in your games, do it. It helps. Yeah, that's lot. cool. Uh, we should try that sometime, Tony. I mean, you, y'all should do that. Once in a while, I have a long turn. I, I will admit that. But y'all take long turns way more than I do, and it really upsets me that you guys yell at me for taking long turns. <laughs> <laughs> Let's just use the timer and see, Tony. Come on, let's just see. <laughs> that, but that yeah, what's like, more frustrating is you guys will then be behaved because of it. It's like paying for Ristic and Mystic. Like these fools <laughs> never paid ever, and then oh, as soon as man. I that, had that, one, I, that it always be. Ugh, so much aggravation. <laughs> yeah, they pay. They pay for yours exclusively. Yes, exactly. We do. I don't think Tony's <laughs> ever drawn a card off a Ristic study. <laughs> That's sad. That really sucks. Yeah. It's like the most like fucking maybe once, ever. maybe twice, but almost never. Which yeah. and he just doesn't play blue, so it doesn't really come up anyways. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, hell yeah. Um, next one was um, has talking about salty cards of the week affected your thoughts on the ban list at all? Ooh. Should more things be added to the list based on your salty stories, or should less things be banned? Should something be taken off? What are your thoughts? Uh, That's a good question. If we we can actually like ban the color about. of blue, then I'd be okay no. with that. But ban I know. <laughs> uh, no. I'm actually I'm I and we we were talking about this earlier. I'm a pretty firm, and then Sam shares this. I think uh, like no ban kind of guy. Like I like what's on there is on there. Uh, there's some things that maybe shouldn't be on there, but like most of what's on there is on there for a reason. Um, but I don't want to see more mm-hmm. stuff get banned. Uh, and I think from looking at the salty card of the week each week, we tend to like realize that like there's there's obviously a side to each of it, but like usually there's a way around it. There's there's always like a way around these effects and things that are taxing. Um, 
the only thing I guess I'd say in addition to that is like if you have heavy stacks players in your meta, just play with other people because um, fuck stacks. <laughs> uh, <laughs> <but> like, <laughs> other than that, like you, you can you can basically get around like most of the things, and like I I don't think anything is, I don't think the format does better by adding more cards to a ban list. It just starts to like remove more creativity, yeah. and like then you've also got like this whole like group of people that are just spending all their time being like. Oh, is this fair? Is this not fair? Like, I don't fucking care. This is like a casual game. Like, I don't want degenerates running <laughs> yeah. around, but like, do I give a fuck if like this magical group says you no longer can play with this card? Like, <laughs> I don't give a fuck, but that's just me. Yeah, I, I feel the exact same way. You said it pretty well there, Tony. Like, I don't think there's anything on the current ban list that I really want to see off. There's some things that I don't necessarily think should be on there. But I don't think it's going to, like, enrich the game in a massive way by taking things off of the ban list. And similarly, I don't think the game is going to be enriched too much by adding additional stuff to the ban list. In, in Magic, especially EDH, where it's the social game, there are so many moments where... There are so many cards and effects where just, like, the social aspect of the game has kind of taken them out of the equation... Like, people don't really run Mass Land Destruction because it's kind of frowned mm. on. Like, it's sort of a soft social ban, almost. But every once in a while, you'll run into a deck that has it. And it's kind of one of those things that falls back to... I, I don't love, like, the term Rule Zero. I usually like to say, like, a pregame conversation. But it kind of goes back to, like, players tempering what kind of game they have and the expectations that they have for the gameplay experience they're going to, uh, you know, engage in. And basically saying, like, hey, I'm playing this type of power deck. I want to win on this turn. Different kind of stuff like that. And just trying to communicate what your deck does. And it's like, hey, if you got some salty cards, you should, one, either make them known. Or, two, if you're in, like, an LGS environment or playing online or something and you don't say that stuff, like, people might just not play with you again. And, you know, it's kind of one of those things that, like, when you play at an LGS or when you play online in... Uh, I think what people call, like, untrusted pods, like pods of strangers mm -hmm. that you don't know, yeah, you're going to have some bad games every once in a while. I mean, even in our group, where the four of us are, like, really good friends, play together weekly, have done so for three years, we still have bad games. They have, it's just like a blowout, and the game is over on turn four or five, and we're like, that sucked. Can we play something else? You know? <laughs> like, that's just kind of the variance of the game, so... I mean, I, I'm rambling a little bit here, but basically I, I think that there are enough like social things that we can rely on to align like your expectations for what you want in a game. And in doing so, you're not going to see a lot of those cards that like maybe some people are calling to be banned or, you know, things like that. Hell yeah. Sweet. That's, uh, <laughs> yeah. I keep thinking about how everyone was talking about Orcish Bowmaster and how yeah. that needed to be banned before the set even came out. And I was like, dude, <laughs> it's going to be like $60. People aren't even going to buy it, so you're not yeah. even going to have to worry about seeing it because it's just not going to be there. <laughs> like, We literally yeah. did like a special salty card for it because it's like not on the list yeah. yet or anything. And my response was like, the only thing that will make me salty about this is if they fucking ban it. Like, I would be so annoyed. Yeah. <laughs> like, Agreed. But yeah, anyway. they announced they were looking at it like right before the set dropped. And I was like, why? We haven't yeah. even seen it do anything. And the, everyone's Literally. like, worst case scenario was like, you could wheel and it does 22 damage. And it's like, 
okay. it's not it's not like hull breacher where it just stops you from playing the game like that's a fair card to get rid of because that just sucks it's good but it sucks in that situation but like the other one's just a big body that dies to fatal push so yeah Yeah, not too worried about it (laughs) i had a game the uh the other day when um i played the Orcish Bowmasters, I made a copy of it with Reflection of Kiki-Jiki, and then I sawed in half the copy. So I had three Orcish Bowmasters on the field, <laughs> and it didn't even trick. I never got a trigger. Really? Right? <laughs> I, just, I had three of them, and they, nothing ever happened. Oh my god, so dude. I just had three blockers, basically. That's rough. <laughs> so, <laughs> three one ones. <laughs> yeah, But it was sick to do. I was like, this is so dope. <laughs> I did like three damage and amassed works but (laughs) nothing happened i don't know yeah i didn't even deal any like extra damage with it but i'm also a pretty firm believer in like playing cdh as a means to balance out the power of your casual games like a lot of people talk about thassa's oracle and how like maybe that should be banned or something like that and i think there are some arguments out there that are worth listening to in that it's like not a very interesting win con but if you're only playing that in your cdh decks I think it's kind of fine, you know? It, the problem really with that card, from what I hear, is when people are running it in their casual decks. And when they're doing that, I'm like, why aren't you playing CDH if you want to play that shit, man? Like, yeah. you know what I mean? And yeah, that's something that we saw in our group where once we all started playing CDH and bringing that into our group, we found all of our really powerful cards were going into the CDH decks. Our, like, really powerful, crazy combos and, and those super tight win cons were going into the CDH decks. And we got this, like, healthier, casual meta because of it. Um, And, you know, we've since, like, tuned up some of our casual decks as well and kind of have this, like, in-between thing that we play, this, like, high-power casual. But, you know, like, I I think about that a lot with Hullbreacher, where it was really, like, some people in casual games playing Hullbreacher wheels that kind of ruined it for everybody when it was sort of a fine card in CDH, in my opinion. Like, it was mostly just, like, a win Mm -hmm. con in CDH, you know? Yeah. I miss it. I miss Hull Breacher. I wish I sold mine. I had two full art ones. Oh, and I sold no, one. Tyler, and then not... I didn't sell the other one. I still have it somewhere. It's just in a, in a case. Yeah, that's brutal. Mike pulled, 25 cent one, <laughs> Mike pulled one like the week before it got banned. He pulled it from the pack. Yeah. And never got to play it. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> yeah. That sucks. Yeah. So yeah I pulled both of mine. I bought like two collector boosters and I got two full art hole breaches. Oh, that's yeah. crazy. That's yeah. amazing. And a uh, foil at Sakashima. Ooh. Oh, hell yeah. Nice. It's pretty hell good. Yeah. Sakashima's great. It's a solid card. Yeah, he's cool. I had a thought. He's, and just went out I, the I don't have a deck for him. I don't know what to do with him. <laughs> he's just chilling there. He's, I just have one. <laughs> Timna Sakashima, man. Do Timna Sakashima. That's a great partner deck. And oh, really? Can, cool. There is like a CDH version out there where you play like a stacks list and you make like, you know, two uh, Grand Arbiter Augustines and just like do crazy shit that is not fun to play against. But also, that you can just make awesome. a casual <laughs> deck and have like two Sun Titans and just do crazy shit like that, you know? Or just like two of any. Now you speak my language, dude. <laughs> Sun Titan's one of Tyler's favorite cards. Yeah, that's one of his. I'm favorite. a Sun Titan apologist. I think it's still a staple. It's I think great. it's still so good. It's it's, it's very it's, good. It's a, it's like the stats. It's a six mana six six with vigilance, and that's fine. 
And then it immediately reanimates something. On ETB, you don't have to wait. <laughs> yeah. Six mana for a big body, and you get it back. It's wait, great. Let me it's see. Like, do you think it's a good card? Do you think it's okay? <laughs> yes. Because <laughs> I've, I've heard people say it's too slow or that it like sucks. And I was like, unless, like I don't yeah. know what pods you're playing in where you can't play a, like just six mana for something. Yeah. <laughs> for like two creatures. Yeah. Oh, that's fair too. Yeah. Yeah, that's um, a good point. Bring a creature back, two bodies for six. That's not bad. And one of yeah. them is a six-six yeah. with vigilance. Well, it's a, so it's a good it's attacker. A, it's a good blocker. It's a permanent too, right? <laughs> yeah, it yeah. It's, you yeah. can get yeah, land convert yeah. a yeah. Like yeah, so lands three or less. Yeah, like in my um, in my Falco deck, it gets literally every important piece. Like it gets the Ozolith, it gets Branching Evolution, it gets Hardened Scales, it gets yeah. um, <laughs> like every good like counters card, good Fortune Unicorn. It gets like every anything that's important to make that deck go. Um, it gets the combo pieces. It gets devoted yeah. druid and um, sensei's top. Oh yeah! It gets like everything. Like every important card that's gone. I'm just like, well, it's back, and I got a block. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> that's a spicy deck, man. I love Falco. Yeah, he's great. Yeah, yeah. it's he's a lot fun. of fun. Yeah, it's a good combo. And I was a I was a Falco main when I played melee back hell in the day. Yeah. Oh and, hell yeah, dude! Um, oh my god! I was so, a I, he main, came out. So. I was like, oh, I got it. Oh fuck oh, yeah! Nice. Sheik is dope. Yeah. I was Luigi, but I was a very weird melee player. <laughs> <laughs> Luigi, Luigi's weird. Yeah, I got very, very good at playing Luigi. <laughs> Sweet. Hell yeah. <laughs> the animations were so funny. Yeah, it was the That's... down B, man. You could like shoot across the whole map and surprise people. It was just great. I loved it. <laughs> yeah. The down wave B. dash is huge. Yeah, the wave it goes dash so far. Huge. Yeah. Uh, one thing I was thinking about when we were talking about uh, kind of like mitigating internal power level, um, one thing that we did that like helped just, I think it kind of helped with Salt in general too, is we stopped playing Soul Rain in all of really? our casual decks. Yeah. We just did like an internal, like, hey, if we're building a casual deck, just don't put Soul Rain in it because that first turn always ends up really like salty. Because you'll, like, play your land, play your soul ring, play your other thing, and then everyone beats you into the ground for the whole game. <laughs> um, and I don't... We just started bringing it back, because, like you were talking about, we've hit a point where we're trying to play a little more optimized, but under yeah. CEDH. Um, but for a while, we just weren't putting soul rings in the decks and stuff and putting, like, pet cards in place of it and stuff. Mm. Um so it just always made the decks a little more entertaining. Yeah, there's always just some weird, big, dumb thing in there instead of a soul ring, which made it kind of fun. I feel like That's you'd cool. have to buy I... the soul ring out of my cold, dead hands. But, like, <laughs> <laughs> if I could sure. replace it I with something it. stupid, maybe I'd be entertained by it. Like, I would yeah. replace it with something that's, like, eight mana or something. <laughs> like, not something exactly. useful. Yeah, exactly. Like... <laughs> You'd have to That's have it on it, so it's like this is my replacement card. This is the soul ring replacement, <laughs> and yeah, now it's more just a little a red dot in the like, corner. What did I pick instead? <laughs> That's interesting. We were literally just we recorded an episode right before this one, and we were literally just talking about soul ring and like whether it should be banned and how the game would be different if it were banned and. You know, I, I think it's kind of like what you were just saying, Ryan. There's this thing where if you do play a turn one soul ring. Yeah, the game skews in a specific way, but a four-person game kind of, like, course corrects for that because everyone's, like, gang up on that guy, you know? Mm -hmm. And, and yeah, yeah. maybe it's, it has these weird salty moments, but I don't know. Sometimes it's uh, it, it can be 
warping to a game, but not so bad. But that is interesting. I, I wonder if we should give that a shot. I, well, you I guess can. not. Tony like just I said, said he refuses. You'd have to pull it out of my <laughs> yeah. fucking dead hands. <laughs> yeah, I definitely don't think it should be banned. Oh, absolutely um, not. No. Yeah, yeah. It's agreed. like just from I so I heard someone bring it up, and it was like literally every single precon that's ever been made, except yeah. for one, is immediately illegal. Yeah, yeah. like <laughs> that's that that would be insane. Yeah. Yeah. And like just so like all these decks from like. The past ten years, which is like you can, which is like a nice thing about commanders. You can buy this deck and play it forever. Yeah, and like you, you paid forty bucks and now you can play commander anywhere, and we're and like maybe it won't be the best power level, but now we ban that, and now that's ruined. It would also yeah. lower yeah. the value of my serialized ring that I pulled out of a collector's pack. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I don't so think like, so. I think that will still be. <laughs> I would say we have to protect the investor interest. That's the yeah, most important thing. What we do with our poor whales out there? Yeah, you know oh, the poor whales. So I feel so bad for them sometimes. Yeah, no one's thinking about the investors. Yeah, all, all the whales that didn't get the one ring. My heart goes out to them. <laughs> so, so funny, man. Um, I'm glad the the one ring went to someone like normal normal yeah. it yeah. seems like just like a Same. dude should yeah. have been and me. did you hear that it got pulled on pre-release night yeah no way no. I didn't that's, know. that's crazy so it got pulled wow. on pre-release night and basically the person just like kept it on the down low all the people in the store did and the store itself did like the employees and stuff and then they um you know they got it graded they like worked out the deal and who they were going to sell it to and then when everything was final that's when they like announced it Sweet. Yeah, that's I'm, so cool. Do we know who bought it? I'm glad that they did that too, to be honest, because yeah. like it would have harshed my mellow so hard to have not been able to rip packs and like dream that it was going to be me, it. you know? Like, fuck yeah. 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 It's, uh, everyone had like a little bit of a Willy Wonka moment. I, yeah, yeah I, dude. Think, which was really fun. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I bought my one. I was like, this is it. <laughs> and it wasn't it. Yeah, it's <laughs> like, this is my one shot, and it didn't get it. It's like, that's okay. It wasn't yeah. me. <laughs> it happens, man. Yeah, we, we both got a, a collector's box, and it, I, I liked it. It was fun to rip into it. I got some dope cards. It was, the value was there. I dig it. Oh, Tony the got the serialized craziness. So. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Let's go. Yeah, I, I felt yeah. bad for the other creators that, like, like, there were a bunch of people that, like, that night were planning because it was like a friday or something and that friday night they were planning to do a stream and like open up a bunch of collector boosters on stream i think the mm -hmm. professor opened like 25 boxes and he was like motherfucker like the day i was gonna open all these boxes like mm -hmm. hopefully people still tune in you know yeah oh no he was gonna auction them off oh that's it, was, it. Uh, he that's was gonna it. give them away on his whatnot stream yeah, yeah. and it's nice. just like oh man like you know, yeah. just take some of the wind out of your sails when it's like, well, yeah. he's not going to open the one ring. Yeah, that's for sure. Yeah, yeah. But we had it for like two weeks of hype, so that's kind of nice. Yeah, it was fun. Yeah, I loved it. If it was pre-release, and like before the set's even fully out, yeah. <laughs> and then we're like, oh well, it's already gone. Yeah, that that would have yeah, sucked. That would sucked. Yeah, yeah, that would have sucked a lot. That's a crazy thinking that it was pulled at a pre-release and everyone was cool enough to keep it under wraps. That is amazing. That's, yeah, like that's a, sweet. That's a that's lot a of trust homies. in a bunch that's of cool. random people. Like, yeah. Dude, yeah. I mean, it's probably just a super chill LGS, you know? Like, yeah. I, I can yeah. just imagine being there. I bet the moment was, like, electric. I yeah. bet it was oh, so yeah. fucking crazy. Yeah. 
I everyone would be was losing my fucking mind. If I was like yeah. in the room and somebody ripped it, it wouldn't even have to be me. I would be like, no, this is the most amazing oh shit God. that has ever fucking yeah. happened to me. Like, <laughs> I mean, the odds of that happening are crazy. It's like yeah. less than like you're more likely to get struck by lightning. Yeah, yeah like, just like the odds of even times. like seeing it happen yeah. is crazy. Yeah. <laughs> I like the idea, insane. too, yes. how every LGS has, like, the mini fridge that you can go and get pops from and stuff. The minute that it's pulled, everyone's, like, shaking them out, too, and, like, yes. shooting into the air and stuff. <laughs> it's, like, immediately drenched and worthless. Everyone's just too excited. Maybe that's why I got the 9 on the PSA, some, like, Mountain Dew stickiness, yeah. you know? Yeah. Yeah, the gamer stickiness yeah. on the oh back. Yeah. Now I'm just envisioning a bunch of, Cheeto like, dust on there. nerds yeah, the gamer just grease. fucking, like, a montage of like Mountain Dew like showering a crowd of nerds <laughs> like fucking, a, tw- a 21 Mountain Dew salute yeah <laughs> that's beautiful Mountain Dew salute <laughs> oh this man that's what I want when I die <laughs> it's amazing <laughs> I love that that's so funny oh god nice oh shit that, yeah that Lord of the Rings set's really fun too. We haven't gotten a chance to do a draft yet, but we've been talking yeah. about it. Um, I think it'd be fun as hell. I suck at draft, but I think yeah. it's fun. Big same. Yeah, yeah I'm too. garbage. I just want yeah, to. It's fax. <laughs> That's yeah, the best yeah. part, Pi-Gow, dude. I just want to play like Pi Gow and rip mm. rip packs. That's like yeah. the way to do it. What is Pi Gow? I know yeah, you guys talked about it in what's... one of your. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah, dude. Pi Gow. This is the best way to open a booster pack, in my opinion. So you and a friend, you each have a booster pack, you crack it open, uh, and you look at the 15 cards inside, you set aside the token, but you keep the land in there, the land has to be played, and you make five hands of three cards. And what you're going to ultimately do is play against each other, um, hand for hand, each three card hand, but you play with like modified rules. So you have infinite mana of any color, you have five life, and that's pretty much it. You have no library, and you only have a graveyard if stuff actually like goes into it. So card draw doesn't really do anything. Graveyard recursion usually doesn't do anything. And you just play games. So you know, if Tony and I like both did this, we would play a game. And generally speaking, you're trying to like build those three card hands to be like, I'm going to deal five damage as fast as I can. So if you've got like a burn spell in there, or like a creature with haste, sometimes you have a hand where you drop it and you're just like, I win right now. And the other person has nothing to stop you. Sometimes you have a hand, often you have a hand where you're like, this hand is a land and two card draw cards and it does nothing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and you just try to win the majority of the games. It's like best yeah. three out of five. Uh, and it's almost strategic. Oh, okay. You might put all of those cards in one hand, right? You might put the land exactly. and like draw two because it's like whatever. It's like nothing. And like just know that you're going to lose that hand. It's, it's like super fun. Yeah. It's wicked fun. And we play, like, Mike and I were doing it when we were in Philly, because we got a bunch of packs. And we played where you also, it's like three poisons, so five life and three poison, because there's a lot of um, you know, toxic oh, okay. in mechanic in, in yeah. that set. Um, and then we also played where, generally you play where you pick the hand that you're going to play. So you know, like, I'm going into this match with my super shitty hand. I'm going into this match with my instant win hand. And we played where you had to, the other person would pick your hand for you. So you'd be like caught off guard and be like, well, I'm playing my shitty hand. There's nothing I can do. 
But sometimes you also have like an activated ability and you're like, sweet, I have infinite mana. Or like an X spell and you're like, okay, cool. I just pump it completely full, like do some crazy shit and it's over. Or you're just dropping like a 12 cost spell like immediately and, you know, getting the value off it. So nice. it's a ton of fun. It's a great little like, yeah, mini fun. format or micro format, I think they call it. Nice. Yeah, that's yeah, that would be great fun. at a con. It's like we're in between events. We can just buy booster packs with our prize tickets. Yeah, yeah like, just exactly. Do something real fast. Yeah, it's super nice. fun. It'd be dope. Yeah, we'll have to give that a try. That sounds like a lot of fun. Yeah, you can find the rules online. I think it's it's P A I G O W. I think it is two um, words. Pi gal. Yeah. Pi gal. Okay. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> Tony introduced me to it like a wicked long time ago. Oh, I did. Yeah, back in the day, man. Back in college days, I think. I think so, actually. It was a long time nice. ago. <laughs> We've known each other for like a decade at this point or some shit. Like, Yeah, it's been nice. 12 years. Oh, wow. Nice. Hell yeah. <laughs> I'll say, what, we got... We're close to a decade, Ryan. Nice. Ooh. I'll say, we're one, like we one met... year shy, yeah. We're, we're yeah. We've Tyler and I have been together for nine years. Cute, <laughs> Yeah, we went to the school um, in 2014. We graduated in 2018, and then some other years have passed, and now we're here. So, Slay. Nice. that's yeah. awesome, man. Very yeah. We actually didn't start playing Magic until like 2020. 20? Wow, really? when we first started during COVID. Yeah. About. Yeah, around. Yeah, like after COVID, yeah. I started in 2019. Eldraine was my first, like, set okay. where I was, like, paying attention to, like, cards coming out. Um, and then COVID happened. Um, and then maybe 2021. It, we, think, the first time yeah. we started playing seriously together and as a group was when Strixhaven came out. Mm, um, yeah, it was a great set. It was so much fun. Yeah, and it was I was, awesome. I'm not a big Harry Potter person. So everyone was like, this is the Harry Potter set. The Harry and I was like, I don't want it. Don't, don't talk to me about it. And then it came out and we cracked packs. And I was like, wait a second. This is fun. Um, yeah, it's cool. Yeah, it was a great. I, mean, I loved it. It was one of my favorites. Um, and I played a little bit in high school and a little bit like throughout my life because I had played Yu-Gi-Oh! a lot growing up, too. So I felt like oh, they were yeah, just kind yeah. of Yu-Gi-Oh! <laughs> I was sending kids to the Shadow Realm at recess. Okay, nice. Um, Hell yeah, dude. But <laughs> you, you know, in the in the Yu-Gi-Oh manga, like the unedited version, like the Japanese stuff, everyone just died. There's no Shadow Realm. They just fucking died. I didn't died. know that right. until like yeah. a year and a half ago. And when I learned that, I was like, oh, oh my god. I was yeah. I, like, when I was annoying my dad as a kid, I was like, Dad, play Yu-Gi-Oh with me. And then I'd be like, I sent you the Shadow Realm. He's like, what does that mean? I was like, I don't know. I was killing my dad. Oh, that's great. <laughs> He's just killing. Like, there's a there's this episode, like, I remember this distinct episode in the anime. It was on, like, Saturday morning cartoons and shit growing up. And they're, like, it's like the Battle City arc or something. And they're playing on the top of a building with, like, a glass roof. Yes. And I found out that, a bit, like, when they edited it for the U.S. children audience... They put this like black portal under the glass roof, so it was like, oh well, you fall and you go in the shadow realm, and then you're in the shadow realm. And in the original anime, there's just nothing, and it's like, oh, you fall and you die because you fell <laughs> through the roof that's of a crazy. tall, tall building. Yeah, sick. That I Brutal, don't know why, man. but that specific episode is super ingrained in my mind. Like I remember yeah. that exact one. Like, su yeah, and that's crazy because they're the whole thing. 
that's it was all edited by Four Kids Entertainment, which is like yeah, a subsidiary of Fox. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, that's I didn't have cable growing up, so I was Fox News uh, all morning, like Fox Kids all morning, not Fox yeah, News. Dude. Ew, that's downvote. That did not go along with the not getting canceled bit. Yeah. Um, yeah the, only, the only good thing about Fox was the Four Kids TV, and even that was yeah. pretty shitty. <laughs> even yeah, that, that's really stretching the limit of what is good TV. <laughs> exactly. Yep. It um, was. But yeah, I remember that the whole skyscraper the whole bottom of it is just purple and swirling and then they drop yeah, dude. They, like send them to the shadow realm they had to like edit certain aspects where they're just like floating in purple like <laughs> it doesn't make any sense that no one ever they never come back they never go there so they are in theory like dead but they have to show them somewhere they're like they're okay they're not dead yeah. so... they're still alive the Pokemon just, just fainted. In, in the yeah, yeah the, the Pokemon just—he went back in the ball because he was tired. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's sleepy. He's a sleepy. Guy. <laughs> the missile is EP. We got to take it to the Poke Center. <laughs> yeah, man, I used to play some Yu-Gi-Oh as well. I, I played like a handful of TCGs growing up. Didn't hit Magic like seriously until college, and I think I forget like what set was out at the time. I think it was like. Tony, do you remember it was like the Mirrodin, the return to Mirrodin, kind of like Phyrexia, that set that was happening? I didn't know the sets. Um, I literally went to Batsy, which was like a place in Worcester where we went to school and just bought like one of those like, it was like chaff basically, but it was like yeah. 800 <laughs> cards for like 10 bucks. I was like, hell oh, yeah. I was like, give me is. all these fucking cards. And then I went through them and I was like, oh, these are all fucking trash. Like, I'm literally not putting like any of these in a fucking deck. Like one of these, yeah. like, oh, yeah. literally, these dudes. Literally. Yeah. Yep, one of those, exactly. I remember Kamigawa, it was like Saviors of Kamigawa um, pre-constructed 60-card decks were for sale. So that was like the time. And like Dissension, nice. uh, like the set, the I think which is like the third block in Ravnica. Um, Something like that, yeah. Yeah, the second or third block in Ravnica. There were Dissension pre-cons for sale as well. So that's like around the time I got in and started buying them. Okay. And then my friend just brought over literally like a blue plastic tub full of loose cards and just dropped it off at our house. And there was some shit in there. Like, I got a doubling season out of that, and I still have <laughs> no, it. <no. laughs> that's nice. <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, hopefully Bob's not listening to this. Uh, sorry, Bob. I have your doubling season. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Bob's going to come knocking. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Get a mysterious DM from B. Dot. Oh, what if it was just B.O.B.? That's not even funny. <laughs> I was going to say an acronym for Bob. I was like, wait, that's just B.O.B. <laughs> <laughs> Who could this be? <laughs> Can we pretend that airplanes? <laughs> <laughs> That's um, one way that we, a bunch of us got started in college was kind of that same thing. We had a friend um, who was one, on one of our older episodes. His name is Josh. And uh, he brought what he called Jackal, which is like jank ass something. It's a whole acronym, but it's a draft Jank box. ass cube. Jank, jank ass cube. That's ass what it cube. is. Yeah. Nice. Um, <laughs> And so we would just sit in the living room of our college house, like drinking beer and kind of drafting, kind of just like shuffling <laughs> piles of cards together and hoping it worked out. And uh, oh, awesome. it was funny. Yeah, you'd walk in, there's like 
12 dudes, six rows, two by two. Everyone's playing one-on-one with just <laughs> not even knowing how the game works. And Josh is like walking through like a teacher, like, no, this is how yeah. this works. No, you can only play a sorcery at this time. It's, oh my gosh. It's so funny. <laughs> sounds amazing. amazing. It sounds like such a good time, honestly. Yeah. Like, I, one of my favorite things about starting to learn magic is just the innocence of like, playing a shitty draft card and being like some draft chaff, you know, and being like, oh, this card is really good. Yeah. <laughs> you know, now yes. I feel like I evaluate cards so critically that I'm just like, eh, yeah, that's stupid. I don't even, yeah. I'm not even going to read it. Like done, <laughs> gone. And there's just this mystique to it where I was like, ooh, like Boros Guild Mage. Yeah, I can pay two mana and give a creature haste and two more mana to give it first strike. This is very powerful. <laughs> this, is, this is actually probably the peak of design. This is yeah. probably the best thing that's ever been made. You can do so many things. I vividly, I vividly remember the first magic, like probably the first creature I ever saw was literally just a grizzly bears. And I was like, this is so sick. They're just bears. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I was like, I thought they were so sick. Yeah. Every deck like needed a few vanilla creatures just for like balance, you know, like I needed like a four, yeah. four for four. And I was like, this is value. Like, this is coming down and it's never getting removed because we don't play removal yeah. and I'm just gonna crush that, that <laughs> was the innocent it's... piece on my side like we literally ran no removal like Nothing. there was like, like some, burn, burn, some burn but like exile effects no, like, what the fuck is no that way. like Whoever got the biggest fucking creature out won. <laughs> yeah, like swords to plowshares. I don't want my opponents to gain life. That's a bad card. Literally, you know. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it's all. It's funny when a game you're playing a game and a four four for four is the dangerous thing on the field. Oh yeah. And you're facing it down. You're like, God, it's fuck. I can't do anything about it. Yeah. <laughs> it's just gonna beat me. <laughs> oh, it's so true, man. I uh, loved it. Yeah. Those are the days. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> this, uh, Remember Armored when, uh, Ascension the Lord of the Rings was, like, the big card for me with regards to that? It, oh, dude. It was, it got, you get plus one, plus one for each planes you could control. Uh, and it was just, yep. like, an enchantment Ooh. aura. And I think, and it gave you flying. Uh, and flying. Yeah. It was four Holy mana. Shit. And it was four I mana. And I ran it in this, like, fucking white weenies aura deck that I had. And I fucking killed people so many times with that. And it was yeah, like, it slapped. <laughs> I would put on the wrong Crusader, I think they were, which is, like, three yep. mana, two, two, double strike. And so, like, I would just instantly fucking nuke people in one turn. And it felt <laughs> so good. I think I'm getting a high Unbeatable. right now just thinking about it. Like. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, sorry, uh, I forgot to get my computer charger, so I'm going to grab that real fast. Do it. Uh-oh. That's why we can't have cut nice this. things. This is where cut you fucking shit yeah, on... Cut this, cut this, you cut this, cut this. You just shit on Tyler this. now, right? Oh, oh okay, <laughs> never mind. Yeah, dude, I hate that guy so much. Yeah, it fucking sucks. sucks. Yeah, give us, give us the real stuff. So he's salty all the time, huh? Sounds so unpleasant. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. it's basically like playing magic with a slug. <laughs> so, oh, man. Dude. No, it's... I know it. Tony, can you go get your computer charger, too? Oh, I know yeah, it's yeah, I'll be right back. I know yeah. what that's like. <laughs> <laughs> Nah, it's been a lot of fun. Um, I'm, we're all like super thankfully got us involved because that was one of the few things that kept everyone sane through COVID. Yeah, um, for I sure. hear That's where we yeah, broke the seal some... and just started like, I, I mean, for That's... me at least, I started spending a lot oh, of he's money. Gone. Oh, shit. <gasps> oh, fuck. I'll say it's just us. Should we all leave? God now? damn. That's the yep, podcast. This is all on video, man. Oh, no more. Right. This is happening I guess live. I forget that this is. Yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> I don't know. Well, I know what we do, so it's like I don't know. Like maybe you'll just keep all this shit. <laughs> maybe you delete it all. Maybe you like. Mean, if this is how it ends, this is how it ends. You know. Nice. I'm not one to tempt fate. So. <laughs> <laughs> you'll still get a recording. Like it. It's still there's, happening. Yeah, th- you know? there's enough here. We can mangle it together. It's fine. <laughs> I have a college degree in editing, so it'll be something oh, will happen. <laughs> oh, do you really? Oh, slay. I mean, it's audio engineering, so it's just uh, that's awesome, man. Very cool. Yeah. Oh, thanks. Yeah, I got a little. It's not in this room, but I have a little piece of paper somewhere that says I Hell went to school. Hell yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> um, I have a little piece yeah, of paper Tyler that says I, that too, and I have no fucking clue where it is. Like, if somebody was like, you must prove <laughs> that you actually have a degree, I'd be like, mm, I don't know if I can. Like, I would be like, framed, I, motherfucker. I got mine framed on a wall. Well, I think I did <laughs> too, yeah, but I still don't man. know where it is. Legit. <laughs> <laughs> Mine's definitely not framed. It's still in the little the phone thing that they hand it to you in. Oh, and, yeah, uh, yeah. Yeah, that's it's somewhere. I'll, I, maybe I'm pretending. Maybe I don't even have one. <laughs> hey, you fooled me, man. I'm convinced. Hey, that's, well, welcome that's back, all Tyler. I need. So. Yeah, sorry. It fully died on me. But <laughs> you're back. It's okay. About we weren't that. talking shit. So. Yeah, definitely. I can actually hear you. I had my AirPods in, and you're like, oh, oh now that he's gone, man. I can oh, start talking shit. shit. I was like, oh, what, what are they going to say? Slay. <laughs> Slay. I heard um, Let's Fucking Go is the white guy version of Slay. <laughs> oh, yeah. Mm, it is. Yes. Yeah. That's fair. It totally is. Not for Tony, but for everybody else. Obviously. T- Obviously. Tony, Tony does both. Tony, like, swaps back and forth. <laughs> it depends on where I am. It depends on yeah, the circumstances. Exactly. It depends on the mood all, in the moment. I didn't say Let's Fucking Go all last month at all, so. <laughs> <laughs> but i was gonna say um, what uh yeah what are we yeah, thinking we about? had one more question for you guys yeah, um, hit us with that last cue let's do if it if you could talk to the rules committee about your salty knowledge what would you let them know about the format any play patterns that come up a lot in stories Ooh, i think the thing that comes to my mind immediately is that there's a lot of so much of it is generated from like um, power level and like mismatch mm-hmm. power levels. So much salt in the world is generated from that. And I would tell the salt committee that they like the, the salt committee. They, yeah, the whatever. Salt, it's the that's same what thing. they are now. They're the salt committee. Now. <laughs> it's official. It's yeah, been put on record. Committee. So here it is. <laughs> and as we know, we know the most about salt. So like exactly. that's how it yeah, be. We're experts. So. Um, <laughs> I would say that we should try and eliminate the power scale because. I think that it's so subjective. I think that nobody can get the, on the same page. I've I've played games recently where like somebody's like, "Oh, this is like a six, six and a half," and I'm like, "To me, you're running like a seven and a half to an eight. And like I played a shit deck, and you did it. <laughs> yeah. Like now, shout I'm... out to uh, Grumpy Coast, <laughs> one of our patrons who pub stomped Tony in one of our patron game nights. Sweet. <laughs> uh, but I do think Dragon. that like trying to find a different way to look at it and there's also been like studies just on like humans of like not being able to to handle scales of like one to ten there's too much variation yeah and like scales of like three maybe five are just better so if there's like cdh high power and low power and just like like something to that degree that's not going to be perfect there's still like a lot of variation there but like 
I think the power scale as a whole is people try to start with like a rule zero conversation that just didn't go well enough because you can't describe mm -hmm. everything you want in like the five minutes before you pick a deck. Uh, so that for me, I think is the biggest trend I've seen in the stories we get that like power mismatch creates salt in a big way. Yep. A hundred percent. Yeah. I'll take that in a slightly different direction. I, I would tell the rules committee that the the salt committee really that oh yeah the salt committee yeah, I would tell the you. salt committee that the rules zero piece that they have um, that you know where on their website that fleshes out like what rule zero is and what that kind of means honestly I think that needs to be changed because I think it, it's too often a cop out for you know one for people to think that they can kind of play like maybe like a silver bordered commander or something like that. And they might not be playing in a group that's amenable to that. And, you know, now you have somebody who's kind of like wasted their time doing that. Like it kind of implies that the format is more flexible than it truly is. And I think that that section really needs to be focused on like what makes a good pregame conversation. And that's something that a lot of content creators have done work uh, to kind of set up like a good framework um, like just, I mean, we've done it on our show and, and we talk about it a lot, but also like the professor has a good video out there on it. Uh, tabletop jocks, it, they were, uh, you know, back in like, I hate your deck days. We're really normalizing that rule zero conversation and putting it like on the screen and trying to like have that be something that, that people can see and then kind of mimic in their own play groups. But I think that really needs to be fleshed out and be like, what do you, like, how do you communicate your deck power level? These are the steps. And for, for us, when we talk about it, I think it's like the turn that your deck tries to win. You talk about your general strategy. You talk about like any combo pieces you might have. And, you know, different people are going to feel different ways about that. But I think having a general framework that is available to the masses and it's something that comes from the RC is going to set more people up for success than people just trying to figure it out on their own. And, and that plays very well into what Tony's saying about the power scale, because I also think that that is, is silly. You know, like 1 to 10, and most people are saying that their decks are above a 5 or a 6. I very yeah. rarely hear people say their decks are true 5s, or, or, mm -hmm. and I never hear anything below. Um, and it's like if everyone's deck is a 6, 7, 8 nine or ten then why don't we have like a five point system or like a four yeah. point system you know what i mean so I, I think that is kind of the thing that i would push the rc to do and you know that information's out there if people want it but i would love to see it like embraced and and kind of carried forward yeah. by them i don't want them to get rid of too much of the salt though because you know it's kind of our podcast kind of our shtick so like <laughs> The, yeah, the salt, let the salt continue we'll to never flow, go away. But, uh, we'll never go know. away. We need our business to stay alive <laughs> yeah. here. Uh, yeah, but, yeah. But but that even that though could be something in there that is basically just like, hey, sometimes you're going to have mismatch games. There's a lot of variance in Magic as well, and there's a ton of variance in a 100 card singleton deck. Yeah, and sometimes you're just going to be yeah. blown out, and it's not your fault. It's not the opponent's fault. It's not like a deck imbalance thing. Like I don't think there's a true, uh, I don't think there's a true balance when it comes to decks. Even if you were playing four identical decks, 
one of those decks is going to pop off more than the other ones. You know what I mean? One hand, one, one, someone's going to have a soul ring and the other ones aren't. And that, that hand's going to be way better than the other. Yeah, dude. Or, or someone's going to ramp hard and someone is going to be mana fucked. And like, it just, I don't think that that truly exists with perfectly fair decks other than CDH. Yeah. Yeah. Even even then it's not because there's still like tier lists of CDH. Like, Silvala cannot yeah. be beat, but, like, you know, you got Don Waker, Thrasios, <laughs> and this other fucking bullshit that just does, like, sort of run a level above what other people are true. playing. Yeah, it's a good My point. hot take is that I don't think CDH should be on the scale at all. Like, I the agree. whole power level thing is, like, trying to help casual games. Yeah. And CDH is, like, in its own world anyway, so, like... And, like, they're not mixed in with this casual thing at all. Mm-hmm. And, like, there is so small. And, like, like as people that are, like, in the Magic scene, like, we know what CDH is. But in the grand scheme of people that actually play Commander, CDH is so small. Oh, know? yeah. Like, it's just so... For, like, very enfranchised people, it's maybe it seems like a big deal, but it's not. You know? Not saying it's not important. It's sweet yeah. and awesome. And, but, and like, there's a lot of miscommunication so, about or misunderstanding about what CDH even is. Like I remember when yes, I first absolutely. started playing, somebody was playing like a uh, uh, fucking what's that big like eleven eleven trample infect creature? Blightsteel like, Colossus. Oh, Blightsteel, Blight yeah. yeah. Somebody was playing a Blightsteel in their deck and could cheat it out, and somebody was like, "That's some CDH shit." And I was like, "Man, fuck that guy." <laughs> <laughs> and now I'm like, it's like I hope like you get hit by that casual mix. Timmy shit ever. Yeah, know? sneak attack into Blightsteel. That's like whatever. Yeah, I was like, yeah, oh my that's... god, he's fucking crushing us. <laughs> yeah, I think that's the the thing when you realize how to recognize cards too, because that's like the the next part of CEDH is like you think yeah. something, you see something, you're like, oh, this is gonna be a crazy CEDH card, and then once you learn it a little bit more, you're like, oh, this is garbage. This is. Yeah. yeah, this is a bomb and casual, but you would never see this in CEDH. It's just like the wrong, like wrong mana Scale. curve. It's the wrong, yeah, wrong amount of value and stuff. Like, it just doesn't fit into I, the meta, really. Yeah, yeah. And it's yeah. like it doesn't give you an insane amount of value, or it doesn't interact for like one to zero mana. Yep. Yeah. Or it doesn't ramp you. And, and oftentimes besides, I'll look at like besides that you don't do anything, and someone will be like, "This is a great CEDH card," and it's like, "Yeah, it is." but what do you cut from your deck to put that card in? And when you ask that question, it's like, well, I don't want to cut anything. It's like, okay, well then maybe you're not going to play that card, you know? <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. Maybe like that card's not it into good. A list too, which is the, the mm-hmm. other half of that. But yeah, I agree with you, Tyler. Like when people with that number scale, people generally say like 10 is CDH. And some people say nine is like fringe CDH or like fringe high power and stuff like that. Kind of like where mm-hmm. the line blurs, but that kind of pushes Tony's point even more. If everyone's saying their deck is a 5, 6, 7, or 8, and 9 and 10 are CDH, or 6, 7, 8, and 9 and 10 are CDH, aren't there three tiers of casual? You know what I mean? And then maybe mm-hmm. like a zero tier that's just like absolute jank below that. Just, you know, what you guys were doing in college, random pile of shit. Yeah. And you know, <laughs> yes. just playing whatever the hell they can. You know what I mean? Yeah. I've got barely enough force to make this shit work, but let's go. Like, you yeah. know what I mean? Just, yeah. I didn't even test this. I've, yeah. I think like, yeah, a three a, a three tiers. Oh, go ahead. No, I was just gonna say I I think there's almost this kind of artifact of because there's so many resources nowadays, it's kind of hard to make a deck that's truly 
like shit. Bad. Like you have to it, try. it really is because you you have to not use any of the resources and just like look through random piles of cards because there's just like a natural synergy to putting a deck together. And obviously some things are better than others, but I think just with the amount of information there is out there now, it's sort of lowering mm-hmm. it's it's erasing that like low tier of like the zeros to fives that you never hear about anyway. But yeah. it's like they they mm-hmm. basically can't exist unless you're purposely trying to make it that way. And even if you mm-hmm. are, you're almost naturally going to sort of like still make it good enough to hang. Um but yeah, it's interesting. I think they exist in like very isolated play groups. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like people that are just like don't have internet about and just like have a box of cards. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah. People that played like, like um, fifteen years ago and just pulled out all their chaff, and they're like, "Oh, yeah. let's yeah. shuffle this together. It'll be fine." So definitely, man. Like my first deck Which... was total shit chaff pile. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. But EDH rec wasn't a thing back then. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I was gonna fair. say, uh, we. Um, I helped my friend. We did inspired by you guys. We did the uh, um, the secret layer deck swap thing. Oh, or, secret, uh, Santa. Uh, secret Santa. Santa. Secret, secret Santa. Slay. Yeah, secret yeah. Santa deck swap Love thing. Um, and um, he had like never. He doesn't like play magic. Like he has a precon in a precon, and that's kind of it. He just kind of did it just to hang out. And he was like, well. I looked at EDH rec and I found this and he had a list of like 50 cards and it was like all the mana rocks he needed, like five removal spells and like five synergistic yeah. creatures. And like that's automatically like better than like a zero, you yeah. know? And like yeah. he doesn't know anything. Yeah. You know, he just looked at the website and it told him what to play, exactly. you know, which yeah. is fine. You know, that's great yeah. that that's there, you know? Like you he can has just an understanding. average deck button and like you're going to have like playable, probably a pre-con level, maybe slightly better depending on the commander you're mm-hmm. looking at, yeah. you know? Yeah, that's also true. Yeah, that's super true. Nice. The internet's ruined magic! Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I want to build my cards out of a soggy box (laughs) in my basement, and I don't want to have any light. No light. Unsleeved. If I must use Honestly, a lantern, bound that's by rubber bands. <laughs> yeah, bound by the yeah, rubber the, bands. Like if the, if the, the edges are that filters. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. The the first card in the deck and the bottom card of the deck are super bent from shoving it in your pocket the whole time. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah carrying it around your in your cargo shorts. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, rubber yeah. bands. I mean, cargo shorts if you're lucky. You know, I was putting yeah. mine in jeans. So. <laughs> Yeah, cargo shorts oh, were shit. ultimate because you you had so much free space that like you didn't need to bend the cards. Like it was okay. Yeah, exactly. yeah you basically had a built in deck. Yeah, that box. was luxury. And a point. room for your snacks. Yeah. 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 And and your Game Boy was in there too. Yeah. So Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You, and, and, yeah. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> you see these pants like slowly sagging down to the ground. Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> I just carry so much shit in my cargo shorts. Like, it was ridiculous. What <laughs> if having all I the pockets if you kid. don't fill them? Yeah, <laughs> exactly. I I was that kid 100%. Hell I yeah. was on occasion. Yeah. I was until someone in college was like, why do you need that those many pockets? And I was like, wait. Yeah. <laughs> that, might be, <laughs> that might be true. And then I stopped wearing cargo shorts. Like, I never, I, I've never bought another pair of cargo shorts since 
that person said that to me. Yeah, Damn. I feel that. I, I'm a I'm a fanny pack wearer, so you know, once I found oh. the fanny pack, I was like, who needs pockets at all? <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's super <laughs> useful, especially if you just wear it like crossbody even or Dude. something. It's just yeah, that's the way to do it. Holds everything. <laughs> yeah, it's bother. sick. <laughs> it's so much space. I <laughs> oh, love it. <laughs> well, I'll say. Um, well. Is I that think about it? That about does it. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Well, thanks for having well, us, guys. This was an absolute blast. It was a treat. Uh, yeah. yeah. Thanks for thanks for hopping on. Um, yeah, dudes. And uh, who are you guys? Where are you from? What What is your show called? Where can we find? Where can the people find you if they think you're cool? Definitely. Well, I'm Sam. I'd, well. I think that was the part where we say, oh, we're the Hell Salt Mine. You can find us Yeah, on, but you have like... to say who your name is, okay. Tony. I'm Tony. Yeah, I'm I know Sam. Sam. And, and I'm Tony. And we are and we're... the... <laughs> <laughs> no, not like that. <laughs> not like this. Uh, and yeah, and we're, we're the Howling Salt Mine podcast. Salt Mine podcast. Uh, a... uh, okay, cool. Sorry. <laughs> we're a weekly Magic the Gathering comedy advice podcast. Uh, we're putting out new episodes every single Thursday. You can find us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, pretty much wherever podcasts are found. Um, and yeah, tune in. We've got like a solid backlog. If you enjoyed our weird banter and our funny jokes and all that kind of stuff in this episode then jump on into the salt mine get a little bit more you can hear us read three salty stories every episode salty card of the week we're singing little songs it's a good time we got a great theme song yeah it's yeah, an intro yeah <laughs> join the mine put on the miner's cap yeah yeah exactly <laughs> i turn turn what, turn my little headlamp light on become every time i come down yeah, yeah, become, yeah. become one of the prospectors which is what we call our fans. <laughs> yeah. Join uh, the Patreon so you can get in their Discord. I'm in there and it's uh, it's cool. Yeah, fuck yeah. In Hop there. in the Discord, man. It, it's a great time. We love it. Hell yeah. We get some bonus content. Yeah. Got a bunch of that shit. <laughs> fuck thank yeah. you for having go. us on, guys. This was this is a ton yeah, of fun. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah no, thanks, seriously. Uh, thank, thank you so guys much for being on, too. Being on. So, yeah, and thank you to all time. the Commander Paradisians for listening. What do you guys call your listeners? Commander Islanders? Um, we ooh, uh, Islanders, uh, uh, Islanders nice. would be pretty fun, actually. <laughs> <laughs> we don't, uh, we I, haven't had it, a name yet, so well, yeah. Food for thought. My, yeah, yeah, Islanders is pretty dope. Yeah, I like Definitely, that. We'll we'll talk about that one for sure. Yeah, we'll have to talk behind the scenes. We'll figure this out. But hell yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Seriously, thank you guys for being on. This has been a blast. Yeah, it was fun, guys. I'm, I'm stoked to to listen to it once it comes out. Uh, yeah. Well, hell yeah. Well, thanks for listening, guys. See ya. Yeah, thanks for watching. If you're watching, thanks for bearing with us while we get it out. <laughs> bye bye. Bye. Bye.